hang on because this is going to be a crazy experience I promise you The thing that is really bothering me is how it be your own guys who is actually your family that are the real enemies. So this morning, my cousin sent my mom one million for one million naira for isolation upkeep. Now the the major well, no, I don't know the major reason, but um, so my mom is the last one, and so because. She is the last born and she also waited a bit before she had kids. We're growing up her aside from whatever she had to do, her her primary role or she ended up playing nanny for all her siblings. She has my mom has nine or ten. My mom has nine siblings, right? So because she's the last born, well she has ten siblings, but I'm not counting her twin sister. So because she's the last born she ended up playing like nanny so when one of her sisters or her brothers has kids whilst they're going to work she was like the babysitter and all that so she's really close to a lot in fact all my cousins she's really close to them and so because uh, of that bond they're pretty close so she they, they, they spoke yesterday or they've been talking I mean, they spoke recently anyway so this morning she that comes to meet me saying how I should please text her account number to my cousin. I'm like, okay. So I text the account number, right? And then like maybe 20 minutes later, she that tells me, oh, this guy has sent some money. I'm like, oh, okay. So she's like, uh, what? But then she's going to need me to help her go do some transactions. I'm like, okay, no, well, know how much he sent? She said she sent one. I'm like, ah, okay, so me that sent the text, what's my commission? She's like, oh, don't worry that she will send me 200 naira a time for my commission. Like that's I'm like ha 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 ba. A whole one million and is 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 200 naira a time you want to send to me. Now wow. So it be your it be your family that are the real enemies. Also because like okay, so last night my mom and my brother got into like a major argument. They had a fight, right? And so whilst they were, what was my business? Fight your own fight. I was just chilling in my room. Then my brother now texts me and says. Would I be a bad person if I play Eminem's clean out my closet? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, so it be your own family that would be the real enemies. I just needed to say that because ah. <sighs> Hi guys. So I, I need new family members. So if my family is up for sale, if you want to buy them, just DM me. I'll sell them to you for cheap. I'm looking for new family books. Like, I can't do anymore. I don't want to do it again. Uh-uh. Anyways, hi guys. KV here again. Welcome to another episode on Naked and Baked. I haven't said Naked and Beckett in a while. Welcome to another episode on Naked and Beckett. <laughs> and right now, even though I am burning my last toque, I can't believe this, this stash lasted me actually almost two weeks. 
anyway so even though i'm born in my last token i don't know what the future holds for me anymore because i but i wouldn't die if i don't smoke i could die to be honest you know but even though i'm on my last token i'm about to declare bankruptcy today has been a decently good day i think even at some point my brother and I were forming, we're, we're channeling our inner T-Pain, we turned on the fan and we're just singing, I really, I mean, so it's been a good day, it's, it really has been a good day. Okay, so, today, we're going to be talking about daddy issues, or I'm going to be talking about daddy issues, but before I get there, I need to say something real quick. So, at the start of the year, one of my new year resolutions, aside from being more of a creative was for me to cut down my cigarette intake. I smoke cigarettes, right? And I know, I, I know before you start telling me cigarettes are bad for you, in fact, the craziest thing happened too. One of the reasons why I try to come home as much as possible is because my Rottweiler is at home and I know how many times I would come visiting and they are feeding my dog fufu. I'm like, ah, my life. So I always made sure that I always made sure that I sent money or I sent, um, I had somebody deliver dog food to them so that they don't kill my dog for me <laughs> or turn my dog into a full fucking Nigerian. Yeah, so I remember I, I, I was making, I was serving her food, my dog's food yesterday and then my mom was saying how, oh, there's some leftover beans or something, you should add it to that. Like, mom, do you know that onions are poisonous for dogs? And I mean, if you want to make a decent pots of beans you need to have a lot of onions right so she was like hey but if how would you remember they're bad for dogs now that she still eats it i'm like mommy i smoke cigarettes and i know cigarettes are bad for me doesn't i mean i smoke cigarettes does, does that mean it's good for me that was how i made my point anyways back to my new year resolution Ugh, my new year resolution so one of my new year resolutions was to cut down on my cigarette intake my cigarette and one of the reasons why i smoke cigarettes is so unfortunately, people still look at weed smokers funny, and Nigeria is still dumb, and we haven't legalized this shit yet. And I rec- I used to be a mechanic, or I'm a mechanic by training. I read mechanical engineering in school. I think I have mentioned this before. And I and so because I know that more it, it in the middle of your workday, if I'm at a client's office or my client's house more often than not it would be weird and i would be judged if i just brought out a blunt and i started smoking it so for a lot of i i would just bring out a cigarette because smoking just helps me think it's a great distress it's a great it's a great distressor for me so as much as i would love to smoke weed all of the time i can't because of the way people would look at you if you're smoking weed in certain places i can't be in the client's office working on the client's car and I just bring out a token and start smoking it's just gonna be they'll just look at you funny and say whatever they want to say so i smoke cigarettes but all, and also because of i never want to be i never wanted to be in a position where i am stressed and i don't have a cigarette with me so i usually i used to buy cigarettes in pack and a pack would last me like two days and it's not like i used to even smoke the 20 sticks but then because KV most likely has a pack of cigarettes, whenever KV, whenever I went, uh, whenever I'm at my friend's place or whatever and we're having a session, oh, KV, can we have one? Can I have one stick? Can I have one stick? Can I have one stick? And by the time you know it, the pack I just bought this morning is almost done. So a pack is lasting me two days. And I also realized that because I know I have a pack, 
I used to smoke a lot more than I would like to just because it's convenient I can smoke it anywhere if I have a pack of me I don't bring out a stick wherever I am burn one you know so one of my new resolutions was to severely reduce my cigarette intake so and I, I, I reckon I don't know how people quit or how people because nicotine is actually one of the t- most addictive things in the world it's ridiculous but i i don't know i i realize or i know for a fact that i can't just wake up and say i'm not smoking cigarettes again i'll just be deceiving myself so what i had decided to do or what i have been doing is so from buying a pack i started buying 200 naira worth and from buying 200 naira worth i started buying 100 naira worth i remember particularly the abuki customer yesterday that i usually buy from or usually yeah that i usually used to buy from he now called me oh god you know they buy pack again now so so 100 100 naira they buy i said oh god you said no thank god see i know they kill myself again you know so yeah that was one of my new resolutions to cut down my cigarette intake so and so I had gotten before the lockdown. I had gotten to the phase where I was buying hundred naira a day. No, no, no. I would buy hundred naira a day, and that would last me till the next day. So that was really helping me because hundred naira is four sticks, right? For the brand I use, I for the brand I smoke. Yep. But then, so quarantine happened, and in my head I was like, "Oh, this is wonderful. This just works for my. Um, this just works for my resolution because." As much as my parents are cool with me smoking, it would be like it's not aside from not disrespect, but it's their house at the end of the day. I'm back home, like I had mentioned before. So I would I try to reduce weed. They they have it's weird because they have less of a problem with me smoking weed than they have of me smoking cigarettes. But then I reckon that my mom feels like my cigarette smoking was what gave me ulcer. So she really, really wants me to stop smoking cigarettes. She wants it. I mean, I, I reckon she wants me to stop smoking, but she's just very, like, she's very, con- not concerned, but whenever I, whenever I smoke, she always like, have you eaten? Have you done this? Have you done that? You know? So when the quarantine was going to start, I was like, wonderful. This is great for my cut- cigarettes cutting down mission. Yeah and for like three days i was good i wasn't smoking a cigarette but like by the fourth day even though and i that's the point i realized that i was addicted and i i I guess that addiction um admitting is the first step to healing or something because i also because a lot of people say are you sure are you sure you're not smoking you're not addicted to weed i do i go on a tea break twice a year a tea break is a tolerance break it's basically to make sure that you are not you don't need weed but you just choose to smoke weed so because it's my research says that it takes 21 days to make or break a habit a tea the average length of a tea break should be 21 days so you can do 21 days without smoking or with anything if you like coke you can do 21 days without buying coke i mean like soda <laughs> or even if it's cook because this is a judge free zone so if you can do 21 days without doing a particular thing then you are most likely not addicted to that thing right so twice a year i do i go on a tea break and funny enough like beginning of this year at the start of 2020 i was like you know what because my tea break is every six months so i'm like okay post Dece- post 30 december why don't you just do your tea break in January? So I just and I said, no, fuck it. I'm going to do the entire January. And whenever I do my tea break, I have no problem struggling with, 
oh my god i need to smoke weed but like the cigarette is ridiculous and then i now remember like random times where i'm in a place where i have no access to cigarette and i have done like the most ridiculous not done the most ridiculous things but i have walked the most ridiculous distances but i'm like in on this street there's no abuki on this street there's an abuki on that street which i've been selling cigarettes you know so I have, I had, or have, I had done the most ridiculous things just to get a stick of cigarettes. So by, I was saying, so by day four, I just went to find a cigarette. I'm, so right now I am on two sticks. In fact, I'm not on two sticks. I'm like, all I, 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 right now I need a minimum of once I smoke one stick a day, I'm good. So I like that in my journey to quitting cigarettes, I have gotten so far. But the point of me bringing this up is because more more often than not or a lot of the time people who smoke weed are judged are said to maybe be addicted because unfortunately one of the things stoners um, do unconsciously is because they know or because we know or we feel we know the wonders of mary jane we always have to talk about we when i smoke weed when i was high and all that so it comes off more often than not that these guys are just addicts right but then I know the truth that example I am, I've, I've gone on I do tolerance breaks twice a year so I know I'm not addicted to weed right but then a lot more people than we are ready to admit are addicted to cigarettes but because it is not weed because it is not illegal people just you know it's normal and I think it's I don't know if it's a conversation we're ready to have about how cigarettes are killing a lot of people more than we admit it but yeah i just wanted to say that so back to (laughs) back to daddy issues so on one of the whatsapp groups i'm on earlier today one of the members of the group just like one of the messages he posts is guy how many of you guys like it when a woman you're talking to or somebody a woman calls you daddy says you know she just starts calling you daddy and every single guy that responded responded in the affirmative that they love it when a woman calls him daddy and I'm, I'm, I'm so i'm now wondering what is it about being called daddy that men we men love so much because i don't get it because but because you like being called daddy but more often than not you find that guys don't like being addressed to a sir personally i don't like being addressed to a sir because whether you call in nigeria being called sir is like a sign of respect but we also know that just because they say yes sir or yes ma that doesn't mean they respect you whether they call you by name or call you by whatever if they respect you they respect and if they don't respect you whether they put a million sirs in front of your name or after your name you will still be disrespected so i'm like so why do why is it that men do not like being called sir but like being called daddy and so it makes me wonder okay first of all i remember and in whatever language what is daddy in yoruba papa no I don't, know, I don't know what my Yoruba sucks major ass so I don't even know what uh, papa means uh, nobody has shall called me uh, please I, what, but yes I'm going to say papa right but then I also not remember like growing up when you hear um, Spanish people saying papi and it's so hot and maybe it's the, the, the accent with which they say it but I don't know because Spanish is just a, it's, 
it's a beautiful language i've always found spanish beautiful and then because i guess i reckon that because of the way i found spanish to be very beautiful i really wanted to learn but it was just something that was at the back of my mind but i remember when i was my ex um excuse me When I was with my ex, because um, I mean we had plans for forever and ever, forever after, yeah. So I remember that she had been planning to do her masters in Spain. So I started learning Spanish because I'm a stupid romantic, and the point why I started learning Spanish was because I wanted to learn Spanish so that when she now moved to Spain, I would be able to teach her Spanish too or help her in her Spanish lessons, you know. But we broke up before. We br- I mean we broke up and then. It's funny because I have two months of my life that I do not remember. Like post breakup, broke up in broke up in July. I have no memories of August and September and half of October of that year. I know. I mean, I know I was waking up. I know I was going to work, and I, you know, I know the basics. But I have no memory of anything. I have no memory until she randomly called me one evening in October and. We, we hadn't spoken since we broke up and she called me and then we reconnected a bit, you know. So it's just, how did I get here? Spanish, papi, yes. So I don't know what it is about being called daddy that is just so hot. And I now wonder, why is the same energy not for mommy? Like, I don't know, would women like to be called mommy? Because I'm now thinking, well, since the equivalent of sir, is ma i know a lot of women don't like being called ma but i don't i don't even know do women like being called ma but why isn't if daddy is a thing like yes daddy why isn't mommy a thing i think you know mommy should be a thing because keeping the same energy basically <coughs> excuse me keeping the same energy basically so yeah i think we should make um mommy more of a thing yeah then um hang on Being back home has also been very interesting for me because these days I'm now I'm, I'm I'm basically surrounded by my childhood memories, and my dad and I were talking a couple of days ago during our bonding session. We we're just talking about literature. We we're talking about books because I started reading the Omega Code again. So my dad was just like, "Oh my God, I remember when you brought the Omega Code and how much." So we we're just just about the book, and just took me on a path on my literary journey and i'm now thinking anything literary has always fascinated me okay so what's my literary history um so i i know that i started reading for i i started reading um from queen's premiere yeah queen's premiere one was the yellow one queen's premiere two was the orange one yeah so yeah not just doing queen's premiere then I now started reading any blighting, so banana robbers and other stories, the happy gnome and other stories, the enchant then I also read the enchanted I started with any blighting. And then from any blighting Okay, actually, even before I got to any blighting, I started I was reading Ladybird books, all those Rapunzel, Cinderella, Snow White. I read Aesop's Fables. Yeah, so I'm giving you guys my literary background, you know. So from any blighting I started reading Famous Five, I'm still in Now, Famous Five, Secret Seven, 
then I was also reading Goosebumps Ghost of Fear Street by Aros. Yeah, Goosebumps Ghost of Fear Street. And I was also reading um, Babysitter's Club. And ba- ba- oh, Babysitter's Club was so lit. I never watched the show though. I, 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 I heard there was a show. I know there was a show, but I actually never watched it. And that's weird because for me, from the way I loved Babysitter's Club, I reckon I should have seen it. But I mean, I learned so much from Babysitter's Club. I think it was Babysitter's Club that taught me how to write in Pig Latin. Um, yeah, Mallory's brother's comedy. Mallory and her siblings. Mallory is the character that has seven siblings, of which three of them are triplets. Jordan, Brian, and I can't remember the last boy's name. So I learned Pig Latin from them, you know. Um, then all this is before, all this is before I'm nine, because I know that I had, by the time I was eight, I had read Harry Potter's one, two, and three. I had started reading my sister's Silhouette and Harley Quinn books. I never, I was never a Mills and Bones person. But my sister was never a Mills and Bones person because I think I read a couple, but the storytelling was just very shallow for me. It, it, I don't know, it just wasn't, it didn't feel like a proper storytelling, you know. Yeah, so I, I was reading Harry Potter, I read Merchant of Venice, I read Moby Dick, I read uh, Midnight Sun. Yeah, the midnight of that—that's Shakespeare now. Yeah, you know. Then by the time I so all the so by the time I now got into secondary school, I was full blown reading Clive Costler's John Grisham, you know. And so me and my dad were talking about this, like our literary journey and how far I have come in my in my literary journey, basically. And it was just very interesting because a conversation like that I can never have with my mom because my mom was never a reader you know she encouraged the read you know like in fact if my dad didn't take us to the bookshop on the particular weekend she would fight for us that ah you st- it's, why haven't you taken the book the kids to the bookshop you need to buy them you know buy them archie buy them oh i, I, I love comics too so i read i bought archie's um was from archie's i found um josie and pussycats um Cheryl, Cheryl, Lee, the red-haired girl, Cherry Blossom, Cheryl Blossom, you know, uh, Josie and Pussycat, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, yeah, yeah, so I could never have this conversation with my mom, because my mom is not a reader, so I reckon that's one of the reasons why my mom and I are not so close, but also, like, predominantly because my mom worked in in bank my mom worked in first bank for 25 years you know so growing like going to primary school driver drops her off at work first because she has to be at work before eight so driver drops her off at work first then drops off my sister then drops my brother and i that time i let's say myself myself i didn't secondary school when i'm talking this example i'm giving drop off my mom drop off my sister then drop my brother and myself off in school so my mom and I are not as close as we should or we could have been, you know. Um, how did I get to talking about my mom? Oh my lord! I need to go back to my notes. And then, oh yes, I remember too that I was talking about daddy issues. And I was now comparing it. To, I do a lot, of, not a lot of people, but having daddy issues is more common 
than having mommy issues or or let me rephrase that having daddy issues is more um popularizing the word i'm looking for but people having daddy issues is a thing but why isn't having mommy issues as much of a thing as having daddy issues is because i guess i mean aside from being mommy's boy that's a thing now when somebody's too much of a mommy's boy yeah example the guy in think like a man think like a man you know he had mommy issues you know so why isn't maybe because i have no reason why i would connect or relate to daddy issues or be in a space where daddy issues is more is more popular than having mommy issues so yeah so why is having daddy issues more within than having mommy issues is why am i asking you guys because it's not like you guys are here or can answer me or anything but it's just one of the trains of thought that left my head yeah yeah <laughs> what's happening so question if you're a guy and you don't like being called daddy, I'd really like to know why. And if you're a guy and listen to this and you like being called daddy, I also would like to know why. So leave a comment, send a message to me, just KV, I listen to your podcast and I like being called daddy because KV, I listen to your podcast. I don't like being called daddy because ladies, is there a particular reason? So, so my friend that had sent the text on the group after he had asked if every guy liked being called daddy, was like because there's this woman he had, he just started talking to and she just started calling him daddy all of a sudden and he finds it so sexy you know so my question now is to the ladies is there a particular what's the thought process behind starting to call someone daddy you know so um i'm probably not pronouncing right should be something like yes daddy hey daddy but there's a song there's an usher song hey daddy. Hey, 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 daddy. I would find it after this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so ladies, what is the thought process like behind calling someone daddy? Like, I would like to know why. Because off the top of my head, I would say, aside from the fact that men find it sexy, I choose not to believe. Because 90% of the things women do, they don't do it because of men. It's just men that like to think women do things because of them. So, is it because... What, what is, who is a daddy? Daddy is by the by the default, uh, what should we call it? The layman's terms of it. The daddy is a provider, a protector, someone who someone who, who got you basically. So, is the thought process behind starting to call a lover or someone that is you intend to be a lover, daddy, because that person feels all those needs of being a protector, being a provider. Or is is it just sexy wordplay? I, I I'm just curious. I I have an idea, or I have an opinion, and my opinion is what I think I have shared so far on this episode. But I'd like to know for certain, like why? What's the thought process like behind calling somebody daddy? Why would you start calling someone daddy? Um, And I remember before I call it a day, I had mentioned in the last episode, the kitchen is a good place to twerk. 
that if there was if there were therapists or people who are willing to help if there's an agency that is willing to help people who are in toxic environments during this lockdown um, to reach out to me um, on my timeline there is a babe who is doing something like that so she says i can't remember her tweets word for word but that she says that if you're in an abusive relationship and you are on lockdown with an abusive partner please give her a call and say and she'll like she'll just be there and if you need help like not if you need to be extracted basically if you need more help than just being talked to she says that you should say you would like a delivery i can't remember the tweet exactly it is on my timeline and i would retweet it again so if you are in a toxic environment and for some reason you are listening to this podcast because it brings you some form of peace thank you very much i'm glad i could help in this manner but then please go through my timeline on twitter my handle is as told by kv that is apple shawarma teletubbies olivia limpopo daddy caravan apple vehicle elephant yamarita as told by kv or like some people pronounce it as told by kavi you know so like just think caveman but instead of man ey yeah so as told by kv i took so long to explain my hand why why boy <laughs> yeah so on my timeline i would retweet the ladies tweets that says she can be of help if you're in an abusive relationship. So just go through my timeline and get her information. Uh, thank you guys for listening to me do this once again. My name is KV. Like this, share this, send me. I got my first. I got. I, I got a voice message today. Oh my! I should guess what I'm going to do is. Hmm. Yeah. I got my first voice message today, so send me a voice voice message if you're using the Anchor app. I love how Anchor has made making this podcast so easy. I also think that the person who thought about putting having you record before you decide the title of the episode is brilliant because half the time i don't know what i'm going to call the podcast till i'm done because i have no idea what i'm going to say on the podcast and then i just pick things from the episode and then i'll go with my title so if that was deliberate because you know how creatives or how podcast i mean you obviously know how podcasting works that's why you have done an amazing job in making the anchor app the way it is so thank you um yeah (laughs) peace out guys be safe let's corona is still out there if you're in lagos if you're in if you're in nigeria um the numbers are steadily increasing um so let's please keep on practice our social distancing let's stay home as much as we can if we need to go out let's wear our face masks let's have our hand sanitizer the moment we walk in wash your hands if you can trash your clothes and wash like not trash them like dump them in the washing machine you know let's just be very safe let's be as proactive as possible and hopefully Ronnie leaves us soon because I have no idea what Ronnie's plan is for 420 420 is like 12 8 days away or some some, some shit and I really just want to grill good meat for my friend you know, have like a grill in front of me making chicken and turkey 
listen to good music, I have high as fuck, I'm being surrounded by my friends. That's really what I want to do for 420. I miss my, I miss my, I, I, I miss my friends. I, I really do miss my friends. So let's be as proactive as possible. Let's be as safe as possible. Shout out to any doctor who is listening to this. Y'all are the real superheroes. Shout out to everyone who has been helpful from doctors to the cleaners in the hospital. Y'all are superheroes. I appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you very much. But at the end of the day, please, let's also remember that your life first. So if you're in also, if you're in a position where you can help the case of more protective equipment being provided to the people who are working during this COVID period, please let's please push we need, we need more protective gear I, I i saw on the i saw a tweet just before i started recording about a doctor that died in swindon swindon i don't know where that is i'm sorry i don't know where that is you know by record like maybe it's in uk because i don't think anywhere in nigeria is named swindon and he died you know so because of and he's a doctor so him dying is less him dying is one less person who is qualified to attend to us during this pandemic so if you're in a position to help push the availability of protective equipment to health workers please do that um and yeah stay awesome peace out oh shit i'm not finished i mean i